We have risen from the ashes to school the masses. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Scholars Wrestling Show. I'm your man behind the microphone, Scholar Jeff, coming at you with episode 393. Joining us this week is the OG Undisputed Scholar himself, the one and only Scholar Tark. Scholar Tark, how is your evening going, sir? My evening is going great, and you forgot one little detail. I'll be right back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on, of course. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold holding, on. holding. I'm holding on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Timing, timing. Ah, yes, there it is. Yes, yes. of course. The I scholars of the, the scholars of wrestling, world champion, scholar Tarek, scholar Tarek. I guess your evening is going all right. Oh, it's it's always, it's always going great. Knowing I can just look at my shoulder right here. And just look at this, this beautiful woman resting on my shoulders. I love you, Goldie. Back on daddy, back on daddy's shoulders. And it is amazing. Uh, I'm away for two weeks and nothing has changed. Good to know. <laughs> Else, also joining us this week is our coach. You know him, you love him. He is Scholar Jeremy. Scholar Jeremy, how are you doing tonight, sir? Doing good. A little bit of a tough week but um in the world of wrestling everything is good it's been a very good week in the world of wrestling a lot of thumbs up a lot of praise a lot of screams of joy and i'm surprised my neighbors didn't complain to us on wednesday but we'll get to that in a little bit but i'm happy to be back on the show tonight hey i know how thick your walls are it's all good buddy just the ceiling oh, yes. that's like but... oh boy i don't want to know anymore there's well, hard work above us so more. anyway <laughs> why well, i want do want to know more about is all the goings on this week in the world of professional wrestling. We're going to get to all of it, kicking things off with a little segment we like to call uh, Backstage News. Indeed, we shall go once again, peek behind that curtain and just see, well, there's no Hangman Adam Page to, you know, show up after just being called out unplanned. No, no, he's still not here. And yeah. So we check in on a little backstage, backstage news. 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 I'll get that right eventually. Meh. News. News. Me too. I'll figure it out. But yes, before we get to the latest and greatest, we also have a couple other things to bring up and discuss. More specifically on the WWE side of things with the end of NXT UK, which is going to be bringing us NXT Europe starting in 2023. That and the recent promotion of one Shawn Michaels to, and I quote, the new VP of Talent Development Creative. I'll pitch it over to you guys. What the heck does this all mean? Were you expecting some of the releases we saw this week? And where is this going next? I'll start. You can go on first, Jeremy. Um, it, it was interesting seeing the fold of NXT UK, which like a very established, a very established brand, and then just NXT Europe. Like, <clears throat> I'm like sad, but I'm happy at the same time because I was like, I love NXT UK. You had Dragonoff, you had um, Pretty Deadly, you had all these great different wrestlers and teams and different um female the female superstars. Um, you had Kylie Ray who used to be there. You have um, Gia Brooke. Um, 
Oh my God, there's so. Um, oh, who is it? Uh, Will Ospreay's girlfriend's in there. Blair, I forget her name. Blair Davenport is there. Um, and then just, it's interesting because I was so hyped. Like I'm very, I love the promotion, but it just, it's just interesting seeing them like fold in now to open another brand. So my question is, are they like unifying the titles or the titles carrying over? What are they doing with those? Are they just gonna like fold them into NXT and then bring them, make it like the net was what would it be the NXT? europe champion or something just that's my next question on what's going on that is a very good question right now given what we saw in nxt earlier in the week <coughs> excuse me i'm holding a call saw, back to you you're good <laughs> oh yeah we're there's some going around we're all done almost done fighting it off yep but yeah given what we saw in nxt this past week it looks like there might just be some unification in the works in terms of bring in the remnants of NXT UK to NXT proper, at least for the time being. We saw this with the er recent arrival of Blair Davenport. Thank you. I did get the name right. <laughs> oh, yes, you did. And at the end of their last NXT show, we <laughs> saw the appearance of Braun Breaker gang seemingly shown up or challenged by NXT UK champion Tyler Bate, who apparently did not, his championship win was not yet aired, has not yep. showed up on, on TV yet. And granted, I have not been following NXT UK for some time, so I didn't even know Tyler Bate won. And apparently, neither did everybody else. But from what you... I saw, from what I saw, it looks like there might be some temporary folding over of talent at least until nxt europe gets going yeah um i was just gonna say real quick the reason they gave it to um tyro bait is because um dragon off has a ankle injury so he came out with a boot and he had to relinquish the title and they did a tournament for the belts that's why tower bait has it but go ahead tark from what i've from what i've been looking into and trying to really figure out it looks like they really are just done with the nxt uk brand as a like a promotion type deal um and that they're actually yet emerging the the titles together uh with with just nxt from what i come to understand with nxt europe it seems like it's just more of a continuing of basically not a spread of like performance centers, training, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Development, developmental stuff to actually bring talent from over the from overseas into NXT, which will intent lead up to the main roster. From what it, yeah, from what it looks like, it's it's similar to what they're doing in the performance center, just bringing in recruits, training them, and when and when they're ready, they bring them over to over here bring them as uh and just new nxts nxt call-ups which will inevitably lead them to call-ups for the main roster that's what i from what i've read and understand what's going on with this oh cool so, so uh, one one thought i did have that came to mind uh if you remember a while back i want to say maybe within the last five years 
it seemed like there was some desire. Maybe it was from Triple H. Maybe it was somebody else. Yeah, I, I know what you're going for. Yes, this is this is basically Triple like, H getting back to what he's wanting to do is just basically spread over like, international uh, NXTs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, with NXT Saudi Arabia, NXT uh, Japan. He's basically yes. going back. He's basically going back to like that frame of mind now that he's one he's one of the big names on top uh i'm glad for that because um vince canned nxt uh japan mm -hmm. well it's it's really not that surprising considering nxt uk isn't it wasn't exactly bringing in numbers that they were hoping for it like uh just basically no simply put no one's watching and it's just basically just the whole the whole purpose was just basically to uh, wipe out the UK independence independence scene, which it kind of inevitably did. Uh, but yeah, uh, nothing. It's really from what it looks like. It's just basically just more of a recruitment type deal, especially since uh, Vince's idea of having just not necessarily wrestlers, wrestlers, just athletes come in to train. Uh, in reference to that one recruitment camp that happened last month? Yes. With, with uh, him and Paul Heyman looking at just people, and apparently that was just a major disaster of just finding the right, of uh, finding recruits. Yeah, I, this is just more of just, what he what Triple H wanted to do years ago was just spreading the NXT name to more uh, d just recruitment developmental deals. So in that case, I do have a bit of a scholar's quick talk for you all. <coughs> Excuse me. My question is, we all know where this what this looks to be going. The question I've got is, how far does it go? Does it remain at NXT UK? Does NXT Japan actually get formed or are they going to expand to any other territories? Are we going to see uh, NXT India, for example? Are we going to see NXT uh, Mexico? Are we going to see in any other places? What do you all think? I guess it just really depends on if this actually succeeds. Because I can't, it's not just, it's, it's the groundwork, but we need to see if this groundwork can actually, you know, stand on its two feet and actually go in motion. Hmm. All right. So let me ask you this. Which of, if you're going to for, put another NXT territory, where would you like to see one established? Um, hmm. That's a good question. Probably Canada. NXT Canada, okay. That's where I that's where I'd see, especially with uh, such a huge fan base in Canada. I could see people who have been training to try and get recruited into. Sorry, best friends. Uh, best friends just won. Sorry. <laughs> I turned. I actually turned target, off. Uh, I turned sorry, off rampage to, to not get distracted. That's that's the only thing. That's the only match I care about. Sorry. Sorry. No, I get it. Now I know the results. <laughs> so it's all good. 
Uh, Sorry, but they, they the other team has that big Brock Lesnar looking mother. So I'm like, all right, I think we got a problem. But no, okay. Parker anyway, Boudreaux. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't pronounce his last name. I wasn't even gonna bother. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I could if any, yeah, I could see them going. I kind of would want to see them just uh go up north to do something NXT Montreal, NXT Quebec, whatever, uh, NXT, and go down NXT Mexico, start uh bringing the WWE audience into lucha wrestling. I was at least for the say, at least the casual yeah. audience. At least, I was like going to the say like audience. they seem to keep wanting to get a Rey Mysterio equivalent, a next generation Rey Mysterio type figure to get the 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 Mexico audience or the lat the that kind of audience. So I was thinking that maybe NXT Mexico would be worth their while if they really want to cultivate a new talent and new Latino star. Yet. And the only other thought I did have was, honestly, I kind of want to see NXT India because of the high population they've got over there who love wrestling. There's got to be more untapped talent than just like the great Kali and that one woman, uh, Kavita Devi, or I think her name was. I think her name Mm. is, yeah. Yeah, there's got to be more raw talent that they can cultivate out of all that passion in India to make a big star for that re- for that region of the world. Like there's got to be something. I can agree with you Jeff because I feel like how do I say is watching wrestling as long as I have the Indian wrestlers don't get a good rep in the WWE. Now with Triple H as like their um as Triple H and Stephanie run and they can get more of like mainstream stardom. They can get the, the big pushes. They can like actually have not that stereotypical of their heritage. I know they're proud of it, but it's always the same thing. I want to see someone like come from there and then break out of that mold and really like just show like what they can do. Well, yeah, because totally most agree. of the time, it's, when it's Vince, the, was Vince was in charge, that. it was just nothing more than just the foreigner. Yeah. That's, it's, that's, it's all, so, Vince, so that's all Vince McMahon could ever go for when it's, a non-American wrestler coming into uh, in, into his graphs in WWE and just, all right, well, let's see. We got this guy. He's not American. Let's make him a heel. Let's make him hate America. I just, the one thing Typical. I never could stand was when um, Jinder Mahal is actually Canadian and they made him do the whole Indian stereotype. I'm like, come on, dude. Come mm-hmm. on. But if I was going to say expand anywhere, I kind of want to see like NXT Asia personally, because I'm a huge fan of Japanese pro wrestling. Chinese pro wrestling is really up and coming. I want to see what they can do with that. So being a new Japan fan and a pro wrestling Noah fan, just seeing like how like well they do and how much I watch it. I want to see like what they can do with the Japanese or sorry, the, excuse me, the Asian, um, the Asian superstars and really bring them up. Like be the next Kota Bushi, be the next, um, Great Muda, the next Jushin Thunder Liger. Just, just let's bring the next generation in, because I love some high flying. Just how much talent and what these guys have to go through to earn their slots in their native countries. Let's see what they can do in WWE or NXT. You know what? That was originally one reason why I didn't really consider NXT Japan, because of all the presence that they have there already between. New Japan, Pro Wrestling, Noah, and the like, and not to mention all the Joshi promotions. Yep. One thing I was wondering is because 
basically India is considered a part of Asia. What if you actually did do literally NXT Asia, where you Ooh. could summarize all of that into discovering new Japanese talent, but not just stopping there. You can also get new Chinese talent. You can also get Indian talent and all of the neighboring the neighboring countries unify them under NXT Asia and get not just the Japanese audience, not just the Indian audience, but the, the Chinese audience and who else, who knows what else. Put our ideas together, Jeff. Let's do it. Patent pending. I guess it's risk the only the ch- I'm concern. sure the checks in the mail, Triple H. <laughs> you start paying us now. That's our sponsor. All of a sudden you get a million dollars in the mail. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> I guess really the only the only real question that you can really have with all with this huge expansion is just the question that was asked when NXT UK was uh, was first established uh, of basically in short words killing the independent circuits of where they want to expand because you can you can ask anyone who is uh, involved with the UK independence independence scene. And uh, they could simply say NXT UK killed the independent scene, which is what some say is actually the main reason why, one of the main reasons why they brought, why they went to the NXT UK, just essentially do what Vince did to the uh, territories here in the United States, just, under the NXT name, other than just the WWE name. Now it's just the question is, do you th- is there worry that that's going to happen everywhere else if they when they expand? I, I think that's going to depend largely on where they establish themselves and how much ground that's going to cover. Like, I'm wondering if this new NXT Europe, one thing that differentiates it is they're going to be pulling more talent from all across the continent. <coughs> Excuse me. Which is why I'm thinking like something, if they do decide to try it, like something like NXT Asia would be a more effective thing since it won't be pulling too much talent from one specific area. Uh, as much as I would love to see this kind of talent, I'm wondering if maybe someplace like NXT Mexico or NXT uh, Canada would be more, a bit more ineffective since it may actually end up having a more detrimental effect on those areas since it's more specific. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it I, does. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, no matter what ends up happening with the future of NXT and especially with Shawn Michaels now at the helm officially, there's certainly... Still, a lot of upside coming from WWE these days. However, very interesting to see those characters that he helps develop, that he helps create. uh, Yes, especially down the characters, especially with a lot more consistency. So, hopefully, there won't be too much loss in in their transition to the main roster. Well, no, there's not going to be. It's it's the one problem that NXT had when Vince was in charge is he never watched it. He never watched anything NXT. So when he got these call-ups, he just was like, okay, I don't know what their history is. I don't know what they did under the NXT name. All I know is I'm looking at these guys, and this is how I see them. 
I'm going to basically wipe out everything and just make make my characters and how I want to present them. Ugh. And or do nothing with them. Or do absolutely nothing with them. Or just make them lackeys to my uh, to established guys and nothing more. Hey, Lord willing, that's the last we'll ever see of that little phenomenon. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, not everything is all sunshine and rainbows in the world of professional wrestling, especially not in AEW in AEW land, if the reports are to be believed. Because we're watching Dynamite, and one of the first things we get is a CM Punk promo where he is apparently calling out or giving a receipt to Hangman Page. Next day, we find out that apparently there's a ton of backstage heat between CM Punk and Hangman Page and just a whole lot of drama on all sides. I just got to ask, what the heck happened? Simply put, CM Punk is basically being CM Punk again. But that's, that's, that's just not what I wanted to hear. Oh, man. Oh, pfft. I was honestly, I was expecting it, but I still love CM Punk. I knew it. I knew that it was just a matter of time before he basically reverted back to how he was in Ring of Honor, WWE, basically everywhere he went. Uh, but that's that's just how he is. I've accepted. I'm not on. I'm not going online nagging about how oh he's such a whiny baby on the internet like most of these people. Uh, are doing on the internet i was i was expecting it if he's going to be unhappy about something he will let you he will let you know yep. that's just that's just the kind of man cm punk is so i'm really not taking anyone's side on the whole situation that happened from promos that hangman adam page and him had that rubbed him the wrong uh, rubbed cm punk the wrong way which led to him going basically to what, what's the word that, they, that uh, Alvarez called it? Mm-hmm. Not took it upon himself, but uh, went off script. I'm not what, sure. Essentially went off script, even like with less script that AEW has with their, with their stars. Well, yeah, he essentially went off script and just put hangman page in a position where he was in a no win situation. Cause he wasn't a part of that. He was never a part of that, that segment. Uh, so he was never going to come out and he was, and he wasn't going to try and come out when he basically wasn't allowed. He, from what was told, he didn't even know about it when it happened, even though he was in, although he was in the building, but yeah, it was basically such in such a point where it was a basically lose-lose situation for Hank, for Adam Page. And now when you have the locker room basically split team punk team page that's not that's not really good. That's not a very good thing to do yeah. right now. That's something that just needs to be taken care of and as Tempest from Wrestle Talk put it this could like work it ha- this could be worked to a point where it will be a shoot turned into a work that will get the money similar to similar to the MJF situation that happened months ago where of the whole not showing up and then doing the pro- the promo 
his uh his in his last appearance uh yeah this is something that really needs to be taken care of everyone everyone now needs to basically work out whatever whatever bullshit that they're going through this right now because it's just now it's it's gonna hurt the it's gonna hurt the product if you're basically having the locker room in such a divided position someone who's siding with punk people who are siding with page that's got to be an unhealthy working environment and it's got to be something that needs to be taken care of oh yes definitely so the question is how much of this do you believe because there's been a lot of talk about okay is it a work is it a shoot oh no that what's it, the way forward it's de- it is definitely a shoot again punk took it upon himself to to make sure adam page looked bad that not yeah it will hopefully like i said earlier it will hopefully things will be worked out so this can become a work that will benefit both parties to the point where we're gonna possibly get a hang adam page versus cm punk rematch title or not that would just be another match i would like to see yeah and it's it's punk being typical punk like i've read a lot of stuff over the last 48 hours where like they're going to be in um cleveland on wednesday if i remember correctly right Mm -hmm. that's the arena where punk walked out all those years ago people are saying he's going to walk out of AEW on that the other rumor is that he this one i'm not quite sure but i heard a rumor that um he wasn't going to show up on dynamite on this past Wednesday, that was one of the other rumors. And I'm like, okay, that I hope that's wrong. It's, it's punk being typical punk, but like, I love him to death. I always will. It's just, I hate when he gets like this. Like, And I'm going to be the neutral guy. I'm not on both people's sides. I'm not like pro punk, pro hangman. I get the whole thing. But like, I agree with what Tark said that it's going to split the locker room and it's going to make things tougher it and has. they need to fix this. But the other happy news I did hear was that MGF may be coming back soon. So we may have a little more turmoil coming in on this scenario, but with punk, like, I, like I remember I was just on Twitter yesterday and I'm like, Oh, it was such a good dynamite. This happened, that happened. And I'm just like, punk gets back. I'm like, come on punk again. I'm like, dude, like my wife doesn't know about the side of punk and she's going to finally find out. And boy, is she going to get a reality check on him? But I'm just like, Oh man, just like, it sucks because when you go out of your way to make someone look bad, that's that's not professional. That's not good. And just what I find interesting about that whole promo is that he made um, Hangman look bad. But if you think about it, they kind of moved from like, okay, that was the big issue in the beginning of the promo, and now it's all about Moxley and Punk. That's what like that's how you transition it. Here's grievances. He made him look bad. It sucks he did it, but now it's like okay, the big focus is on Moxley and Punk. Once they do that, then they figure out what they're going to do with Hangman and Punk if they can do anything. But how do you guys feel with the fact that they announced that the title unification match is going to take place Wednesday instead of at All Out? I'm very interested because I was like, okay, blah blah, and all of a sudden they pulled the trigger. I'm like, okay, some it's either it was planned or because of what Punk did, some shit happened in the background. Someone just said, okay, we're going to pull the trigger now, and then we have something oh, yeah, bigger this- planned for all. From what I from what I've read, that this decision to make it next week was very late. This was it, this wasn't the plan. This is something that was happened that happened. I don't know if it was later that night or the next day. All I know is it was definitely a late decision. And then I'll after tell you, you what, though. Good. No, I'm going to tell you what. I'll honestly, I think something's up. 
something unusual. I'm not talking about, oh, okay, just get the, the match in the can while you can and basically kowtow to Punk. Because I'm thinking, like, how long does it take for them to get that graphic up and going? And just keep thinking about, okay, what's the situation building up to All Out? I don't think that any of them would compromise that big of a payday. Not not with everyone's coming from where they're, they are, from where they've been. Like, there's too many rumors going around. Too much... Too many question marks in the air. I don't think they would compromise totally the the unification match or a big money match like that for All Out. Plus, you've got these rumors going around that MJF may or may not be around soon. And all these other things, all this other hearsay that's going back and forth. Something to me just does not add up which is why I am firmly in the this is a this is going to be a work shoot until someone until the truth comes out much further on down the down the road so this is this is too unusual I've got to believe something's up and I think we're all going to see it in a couple weeks time yeah and to answer your question Jeff with my graphic design and like my major and everything if you so it happened at eight. When did the graphic go up? We'd say near like what nine thirty. You'd say roughly the graphic popped up. Uh yeah, I'd say more towards the latter latter portion of the show, like maybe the last third. Yeah, you can literally if say someone's like, "We need a graphic like now." You can probably get it done within an hour. Like literally, it's just you have the background template, you have the championship thing, you put the te- you put the people in, you put the title in the background, and literally, if you see, they actually put the belt. They um not Photoshop, but they graphic the belts onto the two champions. So you can do it within an hour. If you're really good and make it look perfect, if you're trying to just get it on, boom. You can always, what they did was they showed it, but Lady probably they took it back. They're like, okay, we announced it. Then we'll refine it and then we'll put it back out there. But just get a quick one up, boom. You can get it done in an hour. And they have a really good team. So it's just, it's all templates. That's all it is. Yeah, could they but have done is, it? There is, there is something up, so. But yeah, it's. We're not getting you vacation possible? on Wednesday. I don't think so either. This is just no way. Why would else? What even if they were afraid that Hulk was not going to show up? Like, I I just don't see that happening. The treatment yeah, has it. not been that poor. Even if you got a difference with somebody, the treatment was not that poor to bring him to the same point that he left WWE to begin with. So I'm like, I don't believe it. It's yeah, not on the same level at all. Yeah, I, when I read that, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of a bullcrap reason. So, <laughs> but yeah, this is just there's something's not adding up, and I, while we're waiting to see what exactly that is, we thankfully did get a little bit of good news. We did get the return of one Mr. Kenny Omega. Oh, right there. Right there, losing, losing my wife and I losing our shit. We're like, I told her, you guys posting she, it all over. So I was like, oh, yep. She, there. oh my god, with her, with her being the biggest Kenny Omega fan, it was like, I'm gonna, like, okay, so, reaction. <laughs> oh my god, like we were sitting there and like I kept reading the rumors of who the Bucks are gonna pick, who the Bucks are gonna pick. The other choice was gonna be um, Kota Ibushi, that was the other mm-hmm. big internet okay. rumor, and then. <clears throat> 
I'm just watching. I'm reading through everything, and I'm like, we'll see. And literally, I told her, I'm like, you want to watch Dynamite tonight? She goes, why? And I'm like, I think there's going to be an Omega, an Omega setting. She goes, please, I've had a shitty week. I need this. And then it just, I love it. The Bucks come out. Andrade and uh, um, the faction in Gobanabade comes out. And then the Bucks give Justin Roberts the paper. And Justin's pig face was just so proud. He opens it and he just goes. And then he just does the whole entrance. And I'm just like, yes. And he looks good. He looks good. He's not 100%, but he looks good for what he can do. So. And I, I am convinced that's just part of the presentation, part of the work. I, yeah. The show. I, yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. That's my, my yeah, so, Great that. to see it. I'm all, I'm all for like him using it as a storyline wise. It's just he's not he's not at 100. percent You we basically see him getting better than just yep. oh, he's back and he's all like he's never he never left. That's I think that's just more. What's the word? I guess good best way to good story. Feel, good, sorry. I guess the best way to put it real because. Mm being gone especially with just everything he's had when he left it it works it was actually a very good idea to have him have this have this arc in his character of just getting back to where he used to be yep and my wife we're talking i'm sorry go ahead i was saying real my wife gave me a little bit of fun fact trivia for AEW, which she found out through the fans so with the two tunnels if this is with Kenny only, if Kenny comes out of the left tunnel, he's heel. If he comes out of the right tunnel, he's face. He came out of the right tunnel this week. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't realize that. So, but and that's something I didn't know. But go ahead, Jeff. That's what I want to say. Oh, no, uh, Danielson pointed that out uh, a while back. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going to have someone, uh, someone replacing me. And the fans, who, who, who is it? Who is it? You think I'm going to tell you guys? I came out of the left side of the ramp. You really, you think I'm going to tell you guys that? <laughs> it's been well, I'll tell you essentially this. breaking the fourth wall. Of the <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's not like it was much of a secret, but hey, there you go. What I was going to suggest is that if he is still indeed, if there is any legitimacy to him still being not 100%, him in this trio's title tournament is just what the doctor ordered so he can get back in the groove he can rely on the young bucks to sort of carry him through this so he doesn't have to do all the heavy lifting sort of the new japan model which i'm sure he's used to at this point mm-hmm. so it all it all just looks like it's all pointing in the same direction and i for as one long am, as it, it all works as long as it it will inevitably have him get rid of don callus yeah i'm all for it yeah and he wasn't he was wasn't it's interesting he wasn't ring rusty he just he looked like he never left. Like you said, it looked like he had everything on point on fire. It was just like, and normally when guys leave for a while, 10, 11 months, they come back and they miss steps. They're off. Like he looked like he didn't miss a beat. And I'm very impressed. And he took that, um, that, what was it? The Tope Suicida, like on the guardrail. Oh my God. That was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. I, which is even, it makes me even more certain that there's, he's, he's a mostly okay. And he's just sort of playing it up on just sort of, he could go better, but he's just sort of pacing himself and doing it mostly as part of the storyline, mm-hmm. which, hey, yep. I'm all here for. We're still getting Kenny Omega. I just love the ending. He's like, he could have gone for the tag, but he picked him up for the one-winged angel, and that's all I wanted. 
That's all I wanted. And we got it. So that's what we all wanted when he came back. <laughs> it was like and the, one week, please. Yeah. I, I'm more, I'm more looking forward to um, the elite versus uh, the United Empire. That's going to be match of the year. That's probably going to be my match of the year with how good Osprey and his team against Omega and the Bucks. That's going to be a dis- that's going to be match of your contender right there because they've been building a Twitter feud for the last couple of months. Him and Osprey. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fire! It's going to be. And I hate saying that term, but it's going to be an off the hook match. Yeah, it's still a very good time to be a wrestling fan. There's definitely a lot to enjoy, especially that Kenny Omega is back. Damn straight. And now. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. But now is the time we're pitching it over to you, our fellow fans. What do you make of this whole situation with Punk in, in AEW? Now that Kenny Omega's back, what's going to happen next? And what's going to happen next with NXT? Let us know all across the internet, wherever you are. If you're joining us on YouTube, leave us a comment. If you're joining us anywhere you get your podcasts, hey, if there's a comment section, why not drop us a line? If you're on Facebook, hey, we're there too. Look us up. And if you want to join the conversation ourselves, you can check us out all across the internet, especially on our Twitter machines. Well, where can you reach the champ? You can reach the champ at the avatar. And where can I reach you, Jay? You can reach the coach at HeroHuey316. And you can reach me at I'm Robbie Rage. Check us out our link tree. It's in the description for all the latest from us. Enjoying the conversation. It's always a trip, but you know that already because you know who we are. We are the Scholars of Wrestling, and you have just been schooled. You're welcome. You're welcome. See you all next week. <laughs>